0: Music appreciation. One, oh, one. Howdy hey, it's Scoobert Dubert back at you on the microphone. So I want to talk to you about something that one of my, my mentors told me early on when I was doing recording stuff. He said it's never been about the gear. And it's taken me a while to like really digest that and understand what that means. It's never been about the gear. It's never been what kind of microphone you have, you know, what kind of studio space you have, et cetera, et cetera. It's never been about the gear. What did he, what did he mean by that? See, like naturally like you can, you can take that as I kind of did and be like, well, then you don't need anything. But really what I think he's trying to say is that there are, is immense diminishing returns. There is a certain level that you need to get to, to understand what you're working with. And understand and like perceive what you're actually doing and then beyond that you're gonna start spending a hundred dollars for every like half a percent better the experience will be whereas in the very beginning you're gonna spend a hundred dollars and you're going to like quadruple your ability to create good music and so I want to break this down not not exactly in any specific but I want to talk about the different tiers of gear and kind of like what holds people back and how you might be able to break through it and how it's helped me to break through it. So the number one thing that you need to know is what it's never been about the gear means, means that it's about you. It's about your skills. If you are good at what you do, you can make up for bad gear. If you are bad at what you do, no good gear is going to save your ass. It doesn't matter if you have a $3,000 guitar. It doesn't matter if you have a $30,000 guitar. It doesn't matter you can't play guitar. Like, come on. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. Not saying that you can't play guitar. It's just an example. So let, let's break this down in, in a way that I've I've had some recent experiences with, with headphones. So a lot of people think that you need like a $10,000 headphone rig to be able to accurately perceive music. That's ridiculous. I've used them. They sound great. They are nice. I'd like one someday, but you don't need it to make good music the biggest thing that you need are good ears experienced ears practice ears and ones that are able to identify the weaknesses and strengths of different headphones and multiple headphones so you can bounce between them so you're not just mixing for one pair of headphones it's the same thing with like you know playing playing bass or playing guitar if you understand what tone you're trying to get to it, it matters less about where you're starting And it matters more about you understanding the the steps along the journey to make up for the things that are keeping you from that tone. Granted, there are some tones that are damn near impossible to get without, you know, just having a Marshall stack in an incredible room. But luckily for everybody, I mean, people don't really care anymore. (laughs) That's not exactly the tone that everybody wants anymore. It's pretty cool, but it also sounds old and, you know, take that for what you will. It's The million dollar sound is a sound of the past. (laughs) Like, okay. I mean, if you want to recreate the past, that's cool. I I don't have any real interest in doing that. Uh, Maybe you do. No hate. But that's not my cup of tea. I digress. Let me talk about these different phases. So you have budget. Budget is going to be like painting in the dark. You're not even going to know what colors you're using. It's going to be hard to even perceive what's going on. So if you had like the air the airplane headphones, um, the ones that they like hand out <laughs> for free or for, you know, five dollars or something to watch in flight movies, they sound terrible. One ear is kind of glitching in and out. Painter in the dark. You can't even see your own colors. And then you have like the, you know, consumer grade, pretty good. And then you have the low tier professional. So those are gonna be like in the three to four hundred dollar range. That's the spot for most things, actually. Right in that three to four hundred dollar range. It kind of like the returns kind of cap out and the jump between zero and $300 is like, I would say 10, 20 times bigger than the jump between 300 and a thousand. And then even more so a thousand to 10,000. Like every time you start going up higher and higher, you're getting more and more marginal gains. I'm not talking about like being an audiophile there. That's all cool. I want to do that too. I'm talking about like actually the work of making music. The best thing you can do is work on you, not just buy stuff, work on you, work on how you perceive, work on how you think about music, work about the process on how you get from A to Z, rather than thinking, oh, if I just buy this, it'll get me to Z. Sure, it might make the path easier, but you're also cheating yourself of learning about the process. I think that there's something magical about being like, I'm gonna use one microphone to make the entire record, like I'm doing right now, I have an SM7B, again it's like a 3 to 400 dollar microphone i bought it used i think i got it for 250 bucks and that's that's the basically the only microphone that i've used for the last 3 or 4 scoobert duvert records the entire thing i have access to some nicer microphones not ones that i necessarily own but i've got access to them it doesn't it doesn't help that much like i've i've recorded stuff on you know thousands of dollars worth of mics and gear and stuff It's more about how you're singing than what the mic is. Granted, if I was recording on a $20 microphone, you'd hear it. But the difference between this guy that I'm speaking into right now and, you know, uh, Neumann. Granted, big difference. But in the end product is what I'm talking about. Like after mixing, after mastering, after all the effects and... And, you know, different ways of singing and different vocal placements and stuff like that. I like, I'm fine with it. It's good. It works. So like, and, and it worked for Michael Jackson too. So, you know, that's what I'm trying to say is don't, don't let the marketing delude you into thinking you need these toys to achieve. Get the tools, get the tools, not the toys, get just what you need and leave yourself like room I think that's like a valuable thing to work with in some confines creatively of, you know, more budget stuff, entry level, you know, entry level. I, I, I clearly have a bias here, but I know that there are so many recording engineers, they try and spin it where it's like, oh, don't even try. I have, you know, all of these nice things. I have a million dollar studio. You shouldn't even try in your home. It's like man, I've heard some of your stuff. <laughs> it don't sound good. So like, it doesn't matter how, <laughs> what you're buying because like your ears are bad. You know, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to call anybody out. But like, that's, that's like the sentiment that I'm trying to communicate. Like, it's not about the gear. It's about you. It's about your musicality. It's about your vision. And having creative boundaries are going to push you into different genres. And how cool is it to, you know, build a career that really is from the ground up it's like you're using just enough in terms of tools to create what you create. And now you have all this runway where, say, say you get mega successful, now you get like nicer microphones. Right now, I record most of my vocals in my bedroom on top of my dresser. So like someday I might be recording vocals in a professional studio, but guess what? It's going to sound 10% better, and most people won't even notice and it's going to cost a lot of money. So I'm probably better off just staying on this stand-up dresser for the rest of my life because it's cheaper and it's right. And it gives me like an opportunity to make up for some of the jankiness and to embrace it. Stay humble and think about the end product rather than, you know, feeling defeated from the jump. It's like, oh, woe is me. I'm like recording onto a $300 microphone where there are other people recording into $30,000 microphones. How can I possibly compete? It's like, no, that, that right there, that's how you compete is by that asymmetric warfare. It's like you have a strength by recording into a $300 microphone that they don't have because you got time and, and you didn't spend all that money and you're, you're not beholden to some studio or something like that. You're just in your bedroom on a, on a dresser doing your thing, being creative. There's not a whole bunch of people in the room judging you. You're being free. And that's why it's never been about the gear. It's about that freedom and that personal growth. That's what I, you know, I'm trying to live that. And I'm trying to communicate that so that maybe you can live that too. Because it's some good stuff. If you want to hit me up, scoobardoobert.pizza is my website. That's scoobardoobert.pizza. Hit me up. See you. Bye.